0: Welcome to the Simplifying Investing series, the podcast where we examine all the ways we invest in ourselves and the things important to us. In this series, we'll take a look at the big questions that shape our investments, our future, and our financial security. Now, returning today is one of the most passionate voices in retirement planning. Here to discuss how you can secure your financial freedom in retirement, she's a representative of AMP Financial Planning from Jade Financial Group, Di Sharman. Di, welcome back.
1: Thanks for having me, Adam.
0: Now, before we jump into today's topic, here is a quick reminder.
1: This podcast is general in nature and hasn't taken your circumstances into account. It's important you consider your personal circumstances and speak to a financial advisor before deciding what's right for you. Any general tax information provided is intended as a guide only.
0: So, die. everyone wants to retire comfortably. That's obvious. But the thought of how you can get there can be really daunting for some. What would you say as an advisor is the number one fear or reservation that your clients have about transitioning out of the workforce?
1: You know, um, and it's a really good question. I love this one. Uh, It's really, for me, the last paycheck, Mm. you know. So you've been working all your life and it's a really cool thing to look at, you know. So whatever your age is now, when you want to retire, how often you get paid, do the little math on that. And that's how many paychecks you have left now. When you get to that last paycheck, that is one of the really daunting moments. It's like, oh, boy, you know, things just got real, right? And so now I'm in, this This transition is over, now I'm there. And so you can feel relieved, you can feel like, you know, this is the biggest decision I've made, it's right, and then you go through all of those um you know oh did we do the right thing have we got enough (laughs) all that sort of thing so it can be quite it it can be quite um so you might think oh what if i just work another six months you know and then you know the dreaded long service leave wheel starts and then you, you get well if i just do this then i can stay a little bit longer and so it's that final sort of let go of you know okay this is where we need to go now. And this is how I transition. So that last paycheck is probably the biggest one. Um, And then the the sort of the drawing back in of, well, if I work another six months, I get, you know, this more long service. And then while I'm on long service, I earn more, you know, annual leave and things like that. So but at some point, there's got to be a date. And it should be celebrated. That's for sure.
0: I guess the you can consider it like a divorce of sorts, I suppose, because the divorce is never fun, but if you are someone who really enjoys what you do or perhaps enjoy the routine of your your work environment that's that's going to be a difficult separation, isn't it.
1: It is, and I'd and like to think it's an amicable divorce. Then, you know. So this is this is very much a we've had a very open conversation that yes, time for us to part ways, um, and then this is how this is going to happen. But you know, the final sort of bit of letting all of that go, as much as you know, people come in and say to me, "Yeah, I'm ready. That's it. I've had enough." Um, and we select, you know, in my view, the date and you have a lot of dates in your life and this one's another significant one Uh, but it's about that graceful exit you know where you're not rushing out the door but by god you're pretty close to it (laughs) so yeah but it it can be it's it's probably a bit more emotional than financial to be honest adam you know it's it's the the overwhelmingness of you've achieved a major milestone in your life you know and then boy you hope you don't stuff it up
0: (laughs) celebrate it and then hope you don't stuff it up i like that
1: And it's it's just like any big decision you made in your life, you know. Um, Getting married is another one of those decisions, you know. You go, oh, is this the right decision? And then you get there and you go, oh, wow, we had this huge celebration and now the reality sets in. Same thing will happen in retirement, guys. Same thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, hey, Di, I want to pull a share here and turn back time for a little bit because let's go back to the GFC of 2007, 2008, I believe it was. Jeez, that's, that's a while back now. Thankfully. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We have from a financial standpoint, for sure. Um, In terms of my ageing, maybe not so much. But anyway, the GFC, (laughs) it it wiped billions off super balances, right? And that left quite a few pre-retirees feeling a little bit rattled, understandably. Mm -hmm. And interest rate returns are at record lows. Mm -hmm. How do you help clients navigate this challenge?
1: You know, this is a really important element of... Being in a world that you feel that you are not in control of, right? So investment markets, we have very little control or influence over yet from a retirement perspective, we're relying on these markets that seem to be completely not making sense most days and other days you wonder on our retirement. You know, so this is a major input and this is where I really encourage clients to deep dive on what it is that they're in control of when it comes to the metrics of how um, they're going to manage themselves during these sorts of crises. And, you know, yes, I've been around for a while at Adams. (laughs) So going through the GFC with clients, yes, tick that box. We did that. And, you know, it was tough. It, it was really difficult. But what we've learnt was so much. And and thankfully, you know, that is quite some years ago and it sort of drops off a little bit and then we go through different crashes. And one thing I say to people is please, when you're thinking about investment markets and things like that, the one guarantee I can make you is that we are going to go through a negative market. And people go, oh, die. I don't want that. And I said, I know you don't want that, but that's what's going to happen. So let, let's let's be honest and let's be upfront that those sorts of things will happen. We just went through one COVID crash, you know. So thankfully, quick rebound. But you have controls in your power um, to actually navigate those challenges coming forward for you, which is around number one line of defence is your asset allocation. Now I know I'm going to get a bit technical here, guys, but hang on. Mm-hmm. Asset allocation is simply you deciding. How much do you want to give into those growth markets, which are critical to the longevity of your money? And how much do you want to put in defensive? And defensive means, and if you can sort of see me now, I'm sort of cuddling up going, yes, it's really safe. But boy, I tell you what, not much excitement there. You know, so what we've got to do is work out with you, what are you comfortable with? And I talk about the wobbles. So how much of a wobble can you handle? What's the sleep factor for you? And this is where your first line of defence is that asset allocation. Now, dreadfully at the moment, we have very low interest rates. Awesome if you've got a debt. Brilliant. Mm. You know, make sure you're taking the most of that, by the way. Mm. But the thing is, is for our retirees, we've had low interest rates for a long, long time. And those term deposits that we would normally go to for our safe and, you know, a little bit of top up of our income are just not giving us the returns. So we kind of forced ourselves to sort of go into these growth markets. And that's where you can you can really get involved in that and, and make sure that you're taking control of it. And yes, it's a bit uncomfortable some days, but most things are worth doing now, aren't they?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: That you know, they're worth doing. The other really big control that you have is actually your drawdown. You know, so this is what, you know, in my last episode with you, we spoke about understanding who you give your money to. This is really critical when you're building out your retirement planning is what is my essential spending and what's my discretionary, okay? So what I mean by that is before I wake up in the morning, what is it that it costs me to get out of bed? You know, so I've got to have a roof over my head. Mm. I've got to pay for some insurances. <laughs> you know, mm. I've got to make, you know, health insurance. That's a big one for our retirees. And then we get out of bed and start looking around going, "Oh, well, I want to have some fun. And that's what I mean by discretionary spending. You know, what is it that you do there? So you have control over that. Isn't that great news? There's two things here you've got great control over so far. So I think that's a really key part of, you know, yeah, we can get rattled by these market movements. Yeah, absolutely, but when you've got strategies in place, you are in the control seat as best you can. And there's another theory in retirement drawdown around bucket theory, right? So you have your cash for the next couple of years and you have some more defensive assets for the next few years of income you might need, and then you have your growth bucket, and that's where the real action happens and it feeds into the other ones. And that is a really good strategy to talk to people about um, around, well, how can I make that work for my portfolio? And I guess this is where it comes back to that, you know, prior planning um, for your retirement, Adam. These are the things that I really want, you know, our listeners to understand is that you need to be start talking about this real early. And that will give you those sorts of controls that you want to do through challenging markets. And don't forget, you're going to have awesome markets too.
0: Well, Di, I was just going to say, you know, apart from if you ever want to step away from providing the quality financial advice, you might have another career as a mind reader because you've already kind of delved into my next question, which relates to, to COVID-19. It's obviously the the other big major social economic challenge, one that's obviously a little bit more recent than the GFC. Mm-hmm. Has the coronavirus changed the way that your clients think about retirement? Has it, has it impacted their financial planning?
1: You know, it's... um. It, you're right, and I mean it is. It is something we need to sort of think about. And I've given it a lot of thought over, you know, this last twelve months, and it really prompted me to have different discussions with my clients. And so now the number one thing is is how's your health? No, really, how's your health? Mm-hmm. It, because if you want to travel, which we all do in some shape or form, you know, it may not be far. It might be far, far away, but your health is now a really key element of your retirement more so than ever before because if you're a healthy person you know you've got to stay healthy if you've got some health concerns then you've got to manage those and so we think about this a little bit differently in your retirement now is that well the focus on your health usually came a little bit later in your life cycle Mm -hmm. Um, but now it's right up there for me right now. Um, You know, are are you able to get vaccinated? Is that what you want to do? You know, what's it mean for me when I travel? You know, and I've got clients coming in, you know, this last week even, you know, and where we've spoken about, you know, right, we want to travel, but we know that there's going to be some additional health concerns that we need to address. And, you know, quarantine, well, that's another one for me, you know, that's an extra cost. You know, so so we have to think about the the cost of travel a little bit differently, perhaps. And I think we don't really know the the full answer to this until we get further down this pathway um, with coming out of lockdowns and coming out of, you know, the the bans on travels overseas to what that will look like. But I'm certainly very excited about it because we can talk about it now and we can plan for it. And and that I think is one of the things out of COVID that I've learnt. Um, change is constant (laughs) and and we need to be having dynamic discussions around that.
0: Now, Di, you mentioned um, earlier the, the concerns that people have around receiving the last paycheck, the, the broader concerns around, will I have enough money to, to last my retirement and live comfortably? Um, obviously, we've covered those two off, but are there any other fears? Maybe fears is a bit of a strong word. Are there any other concerns that your clients might have as they plot their pathway to retirement?
1: I think the other things that are, you know, I come back to the health, you know, Two of the ways that probably you don't want to retire is due to ill health um, and then due to an early redundancy, which is, again, that sort of do I have enough? Um, And those sorts of events, you know, to me, they they do weigh on people's minds. You know, we don't want this to happen right now. And that's where your overall strategies in your financial, you know, financial world, you know, such as, you know, well, what protections do I have in place? Have I got enough to see us through if this happened and things like that? You know, an early redundancy can be uh, actually accelerating you to retirement, um, not decelerating as well. Uh, so, you know, that's something that we're, you know, I'm not ready to finish work, but oh boy, if the boss, you know, sort of says you, I've been here for a fair time and they're going to pay me out for the next couple of years, that might be the perfect timing. Um, and you know, for others, it may not be. Uh, so that's, that's a fairly big one. And I I guess the health side of things for me is, you know, if you were to retire to, to ill health, it, it probably doesn't mean that you're necessarily not able to do things. It just is a different mindset, um, on how you're actually going to do that. Uh, I think the other important things to think about here um, on concerns is around the home loan. Uh, so, you know, your debt and <laughs> will I have it paid off, mm. um, you know, and, and so what if I don't, you know, does that really impact? Um, and, and, again, this is where the planning side of things and the the forecasting around, well, you know, and, and I try to do this, you know, is actually go, well, this is my proje- projection for my retirement savings and then, you know, have underneath that, well, my debt will be gone by this time. And often we don't talk about the debt as much as what I think we should, uh, because it should be lining up, you know, to make sure that we achieve those targets. And, you know, I've been working with one dear person um, that, you know, is so very excited because retirement is in the next, you know, 2022, and it, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. But really, the core of that strategy has been really deep diving on the debt um, repayment, you know. So a- another thing that, you know, can cause a hiccup, you know, during those sorts of things is, is sadly, you know, a marriage breakdown. You know, so you're working together as, you know, a couple and now all of a sudden we're working singly. You know, that can have a major impact um, on getting that debt paid off and things like that and building up those retirement savings. So there is some, you know, some fears that are not really spoken about, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can sit there. You know, and um, and certainly they will impact. You know how you actually get to that pathway. Um, sadly, the death of um, a spouse uh, that is a major impact uh, to somebody's uh, pathway as well, and that can take quite a bit to renegotiate within yourself, going through a grieving process, and then you know realizing that now I'm actually going to be retiring without my partner um that that's that's pretty tough gig so you know there's there's a few things there (laughs) um but i guess that's what you know um you can put in place a good plan but a good plan's got to you know pivot when it needs to uh and um and get through some of that but you know for me and um, there's fears and concerns but that is far outweighed by having a really strong plan in place in a really good direction of where you want to go
0: Exactly. I mean, these topics are things that, rightfully so and understandably, not many people want to immediately discuss because you don't want to think about the worst case scenario. But if you do find yourself in that situation, I suppose, all the more benefit by having quality financial advice to go along with it, if possible. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, testament testament to planning ahead, I suppose, where you can.
1: Yeah, and you know, I, I'm. You know, a very um, optimistic person, and uh, I've you know uh, the bright side, but uh, I'm very pragmatic. And you know, things things can go wrong, and it's how we respond to those things that are more, far more important. You know, plan for the worst, and hope, uh, yeah, plan for the worst, hope for the best.
0: Exactly <laughs> so, right. That's my motto yeah. in life, anyway, with everything. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Hey, Di, let's end things on a slightly more positive, upbeat note. We'll pretend like it's a Broadway stage show. We want to send the crowd home happy. Um, what? <laughs> while, while there obviously is no silver bullet for these things, I, I'm curious, what is your your top tip that you could share, I guess, to help Australians work towards a brighter, more secure retirement?
1: Well, I really, the first thing I say to people is start now, right? So I talk about this thing and when I do my workshops with kids and things like that, I talk about this amazing thing called compounding interest. So Compounding interest is where your money is making money and reinvesting. Now, the magic that goes with that for Australians particularly was in 1992 when superannuation was brought in for all Australians. Brilliant. You know, so we've been really, really fortunate in Australia that we've had this magic working in the background for us with our superannuation on compounding interest because our earnings just kept earning. And here's the other great magic about it. You've got super contributions going in hopefully every month or quarter depending on your employer, right? Right. And you can, you can do more to add to that. So when I, when I say about working towards more secure retirement, start as early as possible because those little one percenters that you do today will help stop the heavy lifting the closer you get to retirement. Because if you do a little bit today, that compounding really starts to work for you. And the other secret to compounding interest, as much as it picks up other interest, it takes about five years for you to see the curve really accelerate okay so if you if you're thinking about oh maybe maybe i will go and put some extra in my super or start an investment account whatever it is you're thinking about the thing is is thinking about it is not action okay so it's good that you've had the thought but the real key is to action that And really start building up that wealth and and let let the compounding interest do some of the hard work for you. It's awesome. You know, Einstein said, compounding interest is the eighth wonder of the world. And it is. And all you have to do is start. And that's what I'd like to leave our listeners with today is that please start, please build a more secure retirement by getting in and getting things done now and just start those one percenters.
0: Every little bit adds up, right? And as they say, yesterday was a great time to think about your retirement planning. The second best time is right now. So, Di, hopefully your tips will help our listeners plot their path to a comfortable life after work. Di, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. So, thank you once again for your time. Really enjoyed speaking with you across these past two episodes. Listeners, before we leave you today, please remember to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform. That way, you'll ensure you're up to date on all of our investing discussions. And as ever, it's important to consider getting tailored financial advice that's relevant to your circumstances before making any important financial decisions.